Hello, I'm Reverend Dr. Edward O. Williamson, pastor of the Bethel Baptist Church of White Plains, New York. Welcome to our After the Scoop podcast. And this uh, podcast, we have the pleasure of having a conversation with Reverend Dr. Vernon D. Shelton, Sr., pastor of the Holy Trinity Baptist Church of Amityville, New York. He has been our preacher for our annual spring revival held May 1st through 3rd, 2023. And it's been an awesome time, an awesome time. Uh, Reverend Dr. Shelton is a dynamic preacher, an outstanding pastor, prolific author and writer. And he just has one of the great and upcoming minds in our denominational work. And so, uh, Reverend Dr. Shelton, uh, welcome to our podcast. And you know, on on this podcast, we just want to talk to you a little bit about your your preaching, your preaching style, and the sermons that you've been sharing with us. People have been blessed; they've been moved. And and then the after the sermon scoop, we try to just go a little bit deeper or or share some insight. So the first thing I wanted you to do is uh, greet everybody, and then just tell us in your own words about your style of preaching and your philosophy when you when you stand in the pulpit as a man of God. Well, first, let me say thank you for the opportunity to uh, be a part of this revival. Mm-hmm. It's been a blessing. Uh, I pray that the people were blessed. I've been blessed. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's been joy. My preaching style is I consider myself, I'm still figuring it out. Okay, all right. But I, I consider myself to be a narrative preacher. Okay. I lean more towards narrative preaching where I am telling the story, mm-hmm. but I'm trying to bring out points in the story and mm-hmm. connect those who I'm preaching to. Mm-hmm. And that's probably my comfort zone. So okay. most of the time you're gonna see me preaching a narrative story. Now I have preached songs, okay. but I lean more towards, um, I like to start in the text. Most mm-hmm. I try to stay with the text and develop my points from the text. I, at Virginia Union University mm-hmm. in preaching class, we read the book, the certain sound of the trumpet. Okay. Uh, Samuel D. Proctor. Mm-hmm. And in this class, we were taught that your points got to come directly from the text. Okay. Now, I may not always say first point, second point, or third point. However, mm-hmm. I'm making points that because every text may not mm-hmm. give you three points. So, right. but I try to make it where if you don't remember what I said, you will remember the story. Okay. So I try to make sure uh, that. And the philosophy of preaching is be relevant, okay. connect, but also be biblical. Okay. Um, I'm, I, I've tried to really stay diligent with not putting my ideology or my ideas into a text, okay. but let the text speak for itself okay. and just find ways to connect with people. All right. That's outstanding. Outstanding. Because you definitely connect and you have a way of of uh, communicating that that uh, that moves people and people identify with your preaching. And and uh, this week has really been a blessing to us. Uh, uh, just really you've blessed us in a, in a mighty way. And it's truly been a revival for us, uh, you know, in this in this season after covid, this post covid uh, uh, situation we find ourselves in. And it's things like revivals and, and preaching and teaching the word of God. And, and in, a, in your preaching, here's what I heard. You're giving people hope. 
you're, you're encouraging people to to move forward in life, not not to be stuck and not to stay yeah. where they are. So so I think you have a, a clarion call, and uh, Dr. Proctor would be proud of you uh, <laughs> yeah. for your style that you that you model. You know, it's, I, I try to as much as possible uh, connect with the thing. You know, mm-hmm. I don't always necessarily preach the exact thing, mm-hmm. but I try to make sure I connect with the theme. And that was that's been my attempt this week to uh-huh. try to connect some way, in some form with your theme. All right. Well, you, you must have been reading my mind because that's 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 where the second question goes. As we uh, uh, go beneath and behind the scenes of the sermon, uh, you know, our theme was getting outside the box. And that's our church theme for 2023. Yeah. And so we sent that to you yeah. and you came with uh, three dynamic messages yeah. uh, that that. Uh, uh, we're not right on top of it, but they they were uh, tangent. They yeah. they touched it and and uh, and they helped the people uh, reflect on the thing better. So so just talk about how you approach it and 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 if you would just mention okay. uh, the sermons that you preached this week and and how you approach even preparation for it, uh, uh, visualizing the people or or or, or how you. Uh, uh, were nudged by the Spirit or given the word from the Lord. How did how did you go about that? And then tell people about the sermons that you preach. So once you, once I, once I received the theme, mm-hmm. um, this took time to think about what approach, mm-hmm. because I want to be thematic, but I also want to understand it's a revival. Okay. So I took the approach. I uh, thought about getting out of the box, um, what that meant to me, mm-hmm. and hopefully how can I relate that mm-hmm. and I, so I started thinking about getting out of the box, thinking mm-hmm. about the times we're in. Mm-hmm. It, it requires us to get out of our comfort zone, okay. but not doing things our way, following God. So I wanted to, this week, encourage but also challenge mm-hmm. um, okay. your congregation mm-hmm. to come out of that comfort zone, walk in faith. So the first sermon mm-hmm. was uh, Genesis 12, mm-hmm. uh, a call to something greater, yeah. getting out of that box. Mm-hmm. Leaving that place of comfort, going to uh, when God called Abram and told him, go to a place I'm going to show you. Uh-huh. And to in order to go to some places, that means we got to leave a mm-hmm. comfortable place. Mm-hmm. And so I try to uh, relate that requires faith, coming out of the comfort zone, taking risks, mm-hmm. but also getting out the box, but make sure you don't go back to the box. OK. Uh, right. But also I try to break down and understand how what is it when he said leave your father leave your country mm-hmm. leave your kinfolk what does that mean mm-hmm. uh and i just did some study on mm-hmm. um you know his father's house the people mm-hmm. they worship the moon rather than the sun they yeah. chose the con- yeah. chose the lesser of the two okay that getting out the box means separating from people who may cause you to compromise mm-hmm. because everybody won't understand what god is telling you mm-hmm. but just because they don't understand it doesn't mean you still don't have to follow it okay. and don't be stuck. The second that, that that was the main premise of following, but that elevation and that mm-hmm. greater gonna mm-hmm. cause us. The first thing we gotta do is separate. Okay. And hopefully I can encourage people mm-hmm. to look beyond where they are mm-hmm. to something greater, but understanding greater means some sacrifice. Okay. And okay. sacrifice sometimes relationships or comfort zone. Okay. Yeah. And so the second night, last the second night, um, I tried to. Take it from a different approach where uh, God is going to give us some strange instructions. That, okay. And some of these instructions that God give us don't always make sense. However, mm-hmm. the blessing 
is based on our obedience to follow his instructions. So I use uh, John chapter two when the wine ran out and uh, they went to Mary. There was a lot of points that you could take with that sermon, (laughs) familiar sermon. But I tried to connect with the people that unexpected problems. When when you're stepping out of the box, when you're going to greater, you're going to deal with some unexpected problems. Mm -hmm. And I thought that 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 text shows us how to deal with it. Don't be so ashamed. Yeah. That you mm-hmm. keep it to yourself or suffer silence. Go to somebody and ask for help. Mm-hmm. And that's what Mary did. And Mary gave them one instruction. Whatever he tells you to do, <laughs> do it. And I think as we pursue greater, as we try to get better, as we moving forward, that's just what we're going to be. Whatever he tells us to do. And okay. understand, it's going to be some strange instructions. Okay. Go get some water. He turned into wine. <laughs> yeah. Keep the party going. And then the third night is when Isaac... Uh, Genesis 26, okay. G- Genesis 26, that as he was in the land of famine, we try instead of running away from your problems, mm-hmm. you stay and deal with the problem. Trust God enough to stay mm-hmm. where he tell you. And then as you are dealing with the problems, mm-hmm. God, uh, every time God blessed him, okay. somebody tried to stop it. Okay. I, I, I 26 when he... The, uh, it was a famine, mm-hmm. but he had the wells. The okay. wells were full of water. <laughs> but every time he got water, people come and try to stop him. So he had to keep moving, but mm-hmm. he kept digging. So yeah. the, the third night is telling people, keep digging. Keep like, digging. Th- just keep on. What that mean? Yeah. It just keep pursuing. Keep mm-hmm. pushing. Mm-hmm. Keep trying. Keep applying. That you won't let people or anything stop you. Mm-hmm. And the blessing will come if in your ability to keep pushing and overcome those obstacles. Mm-hmm. So I try to, and all that requires us to step out of the box. Okay. So I try to connect that to the theme mm-hmm. and hopefully mm-hmm. encourage someone, but also push someone to move forward. All right. That sounds great. Great summary. Uh, we want to encourage those of you that are listening to our podcast. These sermons are also available if you visit our website. Uh, they're they're uh, saved to our YouTube channel. And uh, uh, just look for the annual Spring Revival, May 1st through 3rd, 2023. Uh, Reverend Dr. Vernon D. Shelton, Sr., amen. He's been blessing us uh, during the week of revival, and he just took a moment to come and share with us. But let me tell you a a benefit, and that is that Dr. Shelton is also a prolific author. He has written uh, numerous books uh, addressing themes of the time, and uh, so I'm going to have him come to you and just share a little with, with you about his books and, and how to purchase them, uh, uh, and and especially his latest book on forgiveness, his latest book on forgiveness, uh, a very relevant top topic uh, for many individuals. And so so talk about your writing, and this, this, is, this is your commercial time. Yeah. Tell us so about your writing. I've been blessed to... Uh, right, I'm on eight books. I've okay. written eight books. However, and a part of the motivation was I was in the fourth grade. Mm-hmm. My fourth grade teacher told me I was illiterate and I couldn't. Okay. Right, I never had problems with learning. I just couldn't sit still. Okay. okay. I still had that problem sometimes. <laughs> but I've been able to write many books. The first book I wrote was my dissertation, picking up the pieces. Mm-hmm. Uh, then uh, the second book I wrote was changing the way we do church in 2017. I had okay. no idea a pandemic was coming, okay. but I wrote changing the way we do church. Mm-hmm. Uh, in that book, I talked about electronic giving, mm-hmm. virtual, okay. uh, and part of that was because my members uh, had little league baseball or soccer on Sundays, okay. and I was trying to keep them connected even when they're away from the building. Okay. Then the pandemic came. The third book I wrote probably sold the most 
was ain't no hurt like church hurt. Oh, okay. Uh, okay. This this book is I deal with church hurt. However, what we think is church hurt is not church hurt. Mm-hmm. Just because people hurt you don't mean the church hurt you. All so right. Yeah. That was. Mm-hmm. And then the fourth book I wrote during the pandemic mm-hmm. was don't let Jezebel destroy your church. Okay. This is not talking about the person Jezebel. Mm-hmm. It's the spirit of Jezebel. Spirit of Jezebel. And it's not about the young lady in the skirt. All right. That book <laughs> is about the spirit of control within the church and the spirit of division. Okay. Uh, then I wrote uh, th- a book in the pandemic really just was this encouraging of uh, facing your crisis with confidence. Okay. That's just a book on encouragement. Mm-hmm. And then also I wrote a sequel to change the way we do church. Okay. Uh, I wrote uh, that book was uh, how COVID changed the way we do church. <laughs> okay. Okay. I added all the updates and everything, mm-hmm. how to keep your church going forward in the midst of the pandemic. Uh, wrote a book, as I'm saved, but I still need to be delivered. That, that's that's probably uh, Pastor Omar Evans' testimony. <laughs> okay, all right, okay. <laughs> but no, that book is just saying, I'm saved, but I still got work to do. Mm-hmm. And I use Paul when, mm-hmm. you know, Paul is an example that although he mm-hmm. arrived, Paul said, when I want to do good, evil still shows up. We mm-hmm. still struggle. Right. And then uh, after that book, uh, I can't remember what number, but the last book is the mm-hmm. one uh, I, this book, I had the material mm-hmm. almost years ago, but I couldn't okay. write it. Okay. It's called Forgive. I don't mm-hmm. want to, but I have to. Okay. I, I couldn't write this book because I was still struggling with forgiving. <laughs> okay. You know, I've been hurt in ministry, but mainly with family. My mm-hmm. grandmother died 20 years ago. Okay. And because of family issues, mm-hmm. I was angry with family, the way I handled it. And it took me so long to release this book because until I realized I had to really understand forgiveness mm-hmm. wasn't a recommendation. Oh, okay. God was command. It was a command. It was a command. And I couldn't, uh, and I used the premise of Joseph. Mm-hmm. Uh, Joseph had two sons, mm-hmm. Ephraim and Manasseh. Okay. And uh, Ephraim, uh, you know, those days they named children based on their setting in life. Mm-hmm. Ephraim, the Lord has caused me to forget. Manasseh, the Lord has caused me to be fruitful. Okay. But you notice that you couldn't be fruitful until you have forgiven. Okay. And if I wanted to be fruitful in life, I had to forgive. So this book is a challenging one mm-hmm. because it deals with forgiveness, why we have to forgive, mm-hmm. how to forgive. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's, I, it's, it's an honest book. Mm-hmm. I don't want to, but I have to. Okay. And all these books can be found on Amazon. Okay. Or you can get it on my website, mm-hmm. developingdreamspublishing.com. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, if you want a signed copy, you can go on the website, but you can get all of them on Amazon. You can get a copy for yourself. But I write for churches. I write mm-hmm. for people. I don't mm-hmm. write for pastors. Okay. I, I make it easy to read, mm-hmm. uh, profound, but easy to read. Mm-hmm. And uh, they can use it for Bible study or small groups. Mm-hmm. And I, I just enjoy writing. All right. Well, well, listen, this has been Reverend Dr. Vernon D. Sheldon Sr. And he's just giving you an overview uh, uh, from his fine mind that he brings. The Lord has blessed him and gifted him uh, in many ways, in many ways. Listen, I want to encourage you to visit Amazon, put in uh, Vernon D. Shelton. Uh, senior and and when its books come up uh look through those and see if there's something that will bless you that will bless you uh in your life bless your family bless you in leadership uh, bless you in your walk in the church in the body of christ uh dr shelton has uh, truly uh, been a blessing to bethel he's been uh, been our 
preacher, guest preacher, uh, revivalist. Uh, last night I thought they was getting ready to call him to be the pastor. I was, I was a little nervous <laughs> for a minute there, but but uh, the Lord uh, is truly using him uh, in this week of our revival. And I want to thank you personally, Dr. Shelton, uh, for what you shared with our congregation and your preaching. Also, I want to thank you for sharing with us in this time for this podcast. Uh, And I want to ask you to do one more thing uh, as we get ready to wrap this up. Would you uh, just do a closing general prayer for those that may be listening? Let's pray. God, we thank you for blessing us. We thank you for not giving us what we deserve. We pray, God, that you will continue to use us. Uh, to change lives. We pray that you will open doors for us, that you would take us out of our places of comfort. And as we walk to uh, destiny and those things that you've called us to do and to be, we pray continue blessings upon this church, this pastor, and for anyone who's listening. God, we pray favor, the favor of God upon our lives. And God, when we all said and done, we pray that we will hear those words. Well done. May peace and God be with you all. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Amen. God bless you. God bless you. Remember, we're getting outside the box. God bless.